We are as good as the amount of time we spend getting good. We've all heard the phrase, doing more of the same only gets you more of the same. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Today, I wanna to talk to you about one of the changes I'm seeing top agents make around the country to get ahead of the curve and make 2019 their best year ever. So let me just start with a simple question for you. Do you own an iPhone or an Android or a Google phone? The answer is probably yes to one of those. I don't think anybody's got a Blackberry anymore. Um, what do you do when they send you that upgrade notification in terms of the software, right? Do you update the software or are you using, I don't know, Windows 94? The odds are you're upgrading the software because when you do, things get faster, things get more efficient. Yes, it's always a little wonky in the beginning. That's totally normal. Something changed, you've got to shift and get better. But at the end of the day, that software improvement makes things faster and better. Well, the reason I bring that up is the big software adjustment, change, upgrade that people are using right now is altering and improving their listing presentation to be as relevant to today's sellers as possible and trying to bridge the gap from sellers that are a little crazy with their price to a little more realistic so they can ultimately get sold and you get another five-star review. So I wanna to talk to you about some of the adjustments that I've been in, in personal dialogue, conversations and coaching sessions with a bunch of top agents around what they're doing so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can take these dialogues, you can make them your own, you can adjust them, you can tweak them, but at the end of the day, you and I both know, if you're walking into a listing present today and you're using last year's dialogues, you're using the first quarter of 2018 dialogue, I've got clients that were walking in and saying, all their literature says, I sell properties for more, I get the highest possible price every time, I do it in the shortest amount of time possible, and all that is important. But what sets the tone in that dialogue? The expectation for the seller. They're thinking, I don't care if the market's normal, you're the one that gets the highest possible price, does it in the shortest amount of time, with the least amount of stress, let's go. In today's environment, that's not the way we wanna start our appointments. So I actually wrote down for you, there's, there's three recommendations, right? Obviously, we wanna make it as relevant as possible. We wanna recognize the new days on market, list to sell ratio in terms of pricing, and ultimately, like what's causing properties to sell? Like We need to be looking at that data all the time. But I wrote down specifically for you three things. Positioning, price analogies, and ultimately being direct. Positioning, price analogies, and ultimately being direct. So under positioning, think about it like this. How you position yourself, how you position the seller to understand the change in the market can be the difference between them selecting you and them not selecting you. It could also be the difference of them understanding the change in the market and pricing it accordingly or neglecting what it is you're saying and still going for their crazy price that's probably not gonna sell in today's environment. So how you position yourself and how you position the market data right, really matters. So I wrote down, under positioning the data, consider the following. You know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, rather than just looking at what's happening right now, I felt it was important to take us back in time to 2016, to 2017, and to the first half of 2018. Now, in doing so, what are you showing them? You're showing them, here's what was happening in 2016, days on market, list to price, you know, list to sell ratios. You were showing them the frenzy of activity that was occurring in 17, right, 16. And then maybe even, you know, you know your market better than I, what chunk of 18 was that same way? But 
I just burped. But then you want to show them the obvious market adjustment. The time in your area when things slowed down a little bit, the market took a little breather, or simply the sellers got so crazy that buyers were no longer willing to spend that kind of money. So what are we going to do? We're going to say, let's take a look back at home prices, inventory, days on market in the old market. And you're going to refer to it repeatedly as the old market. See, in the old market, oh, that, see that pricing, that's very much in alignment with the old market. Now let's talk about the new market. And then, after you showed them 16, 17, 18, then show them, here's what's going on right now. So they can see, it is very obvious that in your area, there's more homes for sale, there's less closings, and maybe prices have been adjusted. You know your market better than I, so I don't wanna assume that. But it's very clear when you contrast the old to the new that the seller understands, hmm, I get it, the market has adjusted. Now, of course, they don't believe that about their own home, but they have to believe and understand. They gotta see the data and know things have absolutely shifted. So I wrote down just a little side note under positioning. The goal is to help the, under, the, the seller understand that if the property isn't compelling, it's not selling. If the property isn't compelling, it's not selling. And we know in today's environment, one of the most important factors of being compelling is gonna be price. Side note, a lot of agents today around this positioning are also bringing in physical paper stacks of expireds, cancels, and withdrawns. Physical, you know, stacks of paper of expireds, cancels, and withdrawn to demonstrate in the old market, we had no expireds. In the new market, look what's happening already. Right, and you're showing and demonstrating visually and giving them examples, right? So they really get there has been a shift. So that's the first one, positioning. Let's talk about pricing analogies. Uh, my client, Josh Rubin from New York City, uh, he and I were role playing this and I, I just give him such credit. It was a beautiful story, a beautiful analogy that we can all relate to. Remember, sometimes just telling the client gets one, you know, one type of listening. But we tell a story that's relatable, that's similar enough that they can relate to and say, okay, I get it. Josh understood that, so I'll give you the example, right? On your last appointment or in a recent appointment, did you ever have a seller say, I understand the numbers, but I want this price? Like, I understand this is what homes are trading for, but I want this price? I bet that's probably every appointment you go on. In that case, Josh would say, you know, look, I can appreciate the fact that you want this price. I'm curious, do you own any stocks, right? Any stocks in publicly traded companies? And the vast majority of people are going to say yes in some form or, you know, some capacity. Then he'd say, well, let me ask you, can you call your broker today and say, trade my Netflix stock for $500 a share? Trade by Netflix stock for $500 a share. Now, I don't know what it's trading for today, but I know it's not 500, it's probably more like in the three range. Now, when you say that, you gotta be direct, you gotta be confident. Can you call your broker right now and say, trade my Netflix stock for $500 a share? And you look at him, pause, and the seller's gonna go, well, no. And you say, no, if you, if you made that call, your broker would say, I can certainly put in a sell order for you, but it could take, I don't know, two or three years before you get that price. The reason I bring that up, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, is you have to understand, right? Just like Netflix trades at 325 a share, homes that are similar to yours are trading at this price. So it really doesn't matter what it is that we want. The market is the market is the market. Does that make sense? Right, again, a very direct but simple analogy, a simple metaphor to have them understand, it doesn't matter what they want, 
Homes, just like stocks, are trading at the prices that they're trading at. So that's the first part. Now we know in that situation, they're inevitably gonna say something like, but you know, Tom, another agent said that they could get me way more money. Uh, our great coach and longtime, longtime uh, client, Randy Ora, always had this wonderful line and you should use it. He'd say, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I could line up a thousand agents outside your door. And because we're all looking at the same exact data in terms of what homes are selling for, they're all gonna present a price that's basically, you know, one to 2% the same, because we're all looking at the same data. So if an agent comes in and promises you a dramatically higher price, you might wanna ask yourself like, what are they up to? What are they thinking about? Do they just want this listing so they can get more buyers, right? Like what's their motive to not tell you the truth when everybody else is looking at the same data? Now we all know that's a way to, to plant seeds of doubt because there's always an agent inside the marketplace that's gonna overprice it, do less commission, and we've gotta have ways to help the seller understand we're all looking at the same information. So if somebody tells you an astronomical price, what's their motive? What are they thinking about? They must want to have listings that sit forever, right? I can put the sell order in at Netflix at 500. It could take two to three years to get there. It could take six months to get there. We have no idea, Mr. And Mrs. Seller. And by choosing to price your property at that price, you're basically putting yourself in the same exact position. Does that make sense? So again, analogies, metaphors, being a little more honest with the seller about what's happening, which leads me nicely to my third one. Shauna Covington, one of the best agents on the planet, just one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Um, Shauna works in Laguna Beach, California. And you know, I asked Shauna on a recent coaching session, so what are you doing differently now when it comes to price? Because this is a woman that always has you know, 18 to 20 active listings. She's always selling a lot of real estate, you know, $100 million a year in volume kind of deal. And, and you know, she said to me, Tom, I tell people, hey, listen, before they even you know, get into pricing what it is that you want, she tells people flat out, look, in the old market, I could put a ton of cushion in pricing. In the old market, I could put a ton of cushion in pricing because there was no homes for sale and the buyer demand was so strong, right? They would bid and they'd make offers and we'd get deals done. But in today's environment, where inventory has skyrocketed and clearly there's less buyers in the marketplace looking to buy a house, we've gotta be pinpoint accurate when we're pricing homes today. She, and she'd use the example, she'd say, in the past I might have a $200,000 cushion where today 25,000 is the max that I'm gonna do. Giving the seller the understanding again, old market, new market, and her line with them was very simple, she's like, Look, that's where we need to price it today if we want to sell, right? Very direct, very direct. Now, of course, the fun part is, what do you do when there's no comps, right? What do you do when there's no, and they're saying, well, there's, you know, there's homes for sale, there's no closings for us to look at. I said, Shauna, what do you do in that situation? She goes, super easy. You just be direct with them. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, there's 13, 36, 14, 500 homes that are similar to yours that buyers have an opportunity to buy. And currently, there's none under contract and we haven't had a closing in X period of time. So what I know is this, if properties aren't compelling, they're not selling. Therefore, we have to decide tonight, are we gonna get lost in the sea of inventory? I like that line. Or are we gonna have your home get lost in a sea of inventory? Or are we gonna price it so well that it becomes the property that sells in the next 30, 60, 90 days? What am I recommending? Price it below all those other properties. What would you like to do? See, what I'm seeing right now, and I hope you get it from my tone, is 
you didn't need a lot of skill in the old market. You know, show up, the old line is, don't say anything too silly, and ta-da, you got a listing. Well, in today's environment, negotiations matter, positioning matters, sales skills matter, being direct really matters. We can't just walk in and say, I'm gonna get you the highest possible price and buyers are coming out of the woodworks, because it's very different today. It's not bad, it's just normal. So my question for you is, of those three, what adjustments do you wanna make? Where do you need to change your approach to make sure that you're connecting with sellers and really being the authority, being the one that is, I'm showing you the data, right? Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you this is what's going on and this is what we need to do if you wanna sell. I love the Netflix stock analogy, right? What's the analogy that's right for your sellers, for the people that you're working with? So, one last little suggestion, one last little tip, if you will. You know, when we learn new dialogues, when we learn this, you know, this, this new approach, most people like they go, oh my God, that's a really great line, and they just and they just start throwing it out at people. Um, I was with a friend of mine recently, who's one of the top speech and communication coaches on the planet, and she's sharing with me, here are the nine biggest mistakes that people make, right? Like they give a lot of information and they don't close, like as an example. And it's a beautiful, you know, beautiful conversation to be in, presentative presenter, right? And, and one of the points that she made inside the nine, she said, the cardinal sin is that they get a new script, a new dialogue, a new approach, a new graph, and they don't practice it over and over again. So it comes across authentic, right? So it comes across as you, and you come across as the authority. So important. Now I know as you're watching this, you might be like, oh, Tom, I'm just not into that practice thing. I remember Tristan the Great, uh, Alan Iverson, right? Practice, right? Practice? And yet, he was only being, you know, he's rousing about being late to practice because here is a guy that got to his level, if you don't know AI, right? One of the greatest basketball players on the planet, right? He practiced every single day, all day. He was just late a few times and everybody dogged him on that very famous little clip. My point to you is this, right? We are as good as the amount of time we spend getting good. So if you're not role playing with some buddies at the office. If you're not looking in the mirror and just presenting over and over again like many people do, or better yet, go to tomferry.com, right? Check out the hub where we put together a role play environment video where you can be like connecting and role playing and learning from agents from all over the world, right? The bottom line is this, right? We pay we we get paid and we ultimately play at the level we practice. The more we practice, the better we play and the more we get paid. So if making money in 2019 matters to you, up your practice. All right, my friends, I'm out. I hope you got some value out of this. Let me know in the comments. Let me know what scripts and dialogues that you're adding in and let's share those with everybody else in the community so we all get better. Thanks again so much for watching. Look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, it's Coach Tom Ferry. Have you been considering hiring a coach? If so, click the link below and check out what we do.